You are listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a podcast all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome, friends. I am your host, Rebecca Henson. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode is absolutely one of my favorite topics. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you that I'm working on my first ebook or, you know, guide, I suppose, if you will, that's going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. This guide is something I've been wanting to create for you all for years, and I'm finally doing it. So it's going to be a plant-based gut guide. I'm going to explain why eating a diet rich in plants is best for our microbiome, what meat does to the diversity of our bacteria, things to incorporate to improve gut health. Um, I'm also going to include some lifestyle recommendations because eating plants is first and foremost, for sure, in creating a a healthy gut microbiome. But there are lifestyle things that we can all do um, to improve it as well. So there will probably be a couple different versions, I'm thinking. So maybe one free guide um, that will be more kind of basic overview and then a more detailed, elaborate one. Um, But we'll see. I'm not really sure. Uh, So be sure to sign up for my newsletter as that's where I will be sending out all the updates for that. So you can simply go to therefinedhippie.com and then sign up on the front page under the photo slider. Uh, there's a little um, a little button. It's pretty, it's pretty obvious. So anyways, also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified right when new episodes are coming out. You can also leave a review. These two things help others find the podcast and I appreciate it so so very much so and now on to today's episode today is with John Adamson a longtime restaurateur in Charleston South Carolina John recently opened the first all-vegan dinner restaurant in Charleston called Neon Tiger and while he's had a bunch of different restaurants over the years. This is his first fully vegan one. But his road to veganism, similar to a lot of ours, finding little breadcrumbs here and there, watching videos, post, and then coming to a complete stop and full conclusion that he needed to be vegan. Now, he is a super passionate animal rights activist, and we are going to chat about all things that. He is very open about this, and the creation of his restaurant is one way to help fight for the animals by offering vegan food for dinner for all the people of Charleston. But we discuss other ways that we can advocate for the animals because, you know, obviously not all of us are going to go out and open a vegan restaurant, but we can all make an impact. So we chat about his path to veganism, when and why he made the connection. We also get into big pharma, herbal remedies, natural healing, acidic versus alkaline diet, the effects of acidosis on our bodies. We also get into the manipulation of information, controlling the narrative, 
and voting with your dollar and how powerful that is. And we discuss the ins and outs and challenges of starting a vegan restaurant versus a conventional restaurant, if you will, one that serves animals. So it is an amazing episode. Chatting about this topic gets me even more fired up about speaking out for the animals, and I hope it will for you too. So without further ado, here is my interview with the passionate John Adamson. I liked it, that's why. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Hey, John. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hi. I know we've been chatting for like 40 minutes before this, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. but now we're actually getting into it and recording. Well, we're so, yeah, and we're certainly comfortable, so that's good. I know. And I was thinking about this before we, before we even hopped on, we've been trying to do this freaking interview <laughs> for like almost a year now, literally right before it was right before the world basically exploded. Yeah. Yeah, we really have, and and, yeah. and it's and and uh, it's kind of one of those things where I think this is good. But I mean, I'm a big believer that you know everything for a reason, or you know everything happened for me, not to me, if that makes sense. And um, I think that it's much better that we are doing it now because so much more, so much has happened. Uh, there's not to say that there's more to talk about necessarily. I mean, there is more to talk about because of, um, you know, some developments that have happened in, in my life uh, professionally and, and what I'm trying to do for the animals. Um, but making some, you know, um, making some, uh, uh, some dreams come true in that way. Um, but, uh, there's just more to discuss, I think now. Um, and, um, I think it'll be a, a um, uh, it should be good. It should be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's worked out the way it was supposed to, like you said. I mean, of course. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you own Neon Tiger, which let me just say that freaking, what is it? The oyster, the oyster, the oyster, uh, no, oh, oyster, yeah, oyster yeah. mushrooms? Or the, is it yeah. just mushrooms? I can't remember. No, oh, it's. You send uh, me uh, one king, through the mail. Yeah. Right now. Trumpet, king trumpet. Yes, mushroom. that's, ah, oh, that's what it is. That freaking yes. pizza is so freaking good. <laughs> oh, pizza. yes, the formaggio. That's, yeah, that's um, the what it's called, formaggio. You haven't you haven't been in for the new expanded menu. Oh, We've I know. So many things. It's it's oh, incredible. Man. Uh, but no, that that pizza is incredible, and that's um, that's oyster mushrooms and cremini yeah. mushroom. It's yes. a it's a um, it, yeah, and it's the the cauliflower and potato cream base, and then um, mozzarella, and then uh, the mushrooms, and then a little bit of truffle oil, cracked Insane. black pepper, and then arugula. It's, and it is, it's it's just incredible. It's one of the um, best but, but pizza I've the, ever had. Oh, all right, love it. Yeah. Um, well, the the we have a new one of the new items is a um, king trumpet calamari, and you'd never know the difference. Uh, you know, between it and calamari, except for you don't get those, you know, chewy uh-huh. pieces of, of squid, that. you know. That. that was gross. It grossed me out. <laughs> yeah, well, of course. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I hope, hopefully you'll get a chance to come back down um, and, and check all that good stuff out. But this is your first fully vegan restaurant. You've owned a lot of successful restaurants, right? And I this have. is your first fully That's vegan cool. one. I'm not successful. Um, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, every one of them, though, I'm very proud of. Um, yeah. You know, for me, it's more about um, 
it's more about the art and creating a, a concept and a and a and a space uh, and a, you know and um, than it is necessarily the, the what you typically think about when you think about a restaurant, you know? So mm -hmm. food and drink and, and you know, uh, it, not to say that it's not a huge part of what I do and, and, and I don't hire great people to take care of those things. Um, but uh, but for me, it's kind of a, it's a canvas, you know? It's just a very expensive canvas. Um, so I've gotten myself in a lot of trouble. I mean, I'm, I don't come from any money. I don't, uh, you know, my mom's a school teacher, single mom, raising two kids. Uh, you know, I, it, it's amazing that I, that I was able to, um, you know, just, I guess just being my age, uh, at the time when I was opening my first restaurant, which was a mellow mushroom back when I was 24 years old. Oh, um, the one I, in Charleston I, or where was it? No, no, uh, Charlottesville. They, we did open the exact same uh, within a few months of each other, but I was in Charlottesville, Virginia, oh, okay. uh, so, which is kind of random, but I just kind of traveled around to some other, some cities that didn't have a mellow mushroom at that point. Um, this is right. At, this is in 2000, and um, ended up in Charlottesville. Um, so um, either way, I uh, that was my first, and then from then I I just kind of realized that I loved the 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 design aspect. You know, mellow mushrooms are really cool for yeah. anybody that's listening. They probably know, depending, but you know, they're all they all have a different look. They're not they're not an Applebee's where you walk in and you could be in Kansas or in you know Florida and it's the same thing. You know, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. So they always they all have their own concepts and themes. And I think that that really sparked uh, an interest in me artistically. I come from a family of artists. Um, never considered myself an artist at all. You know, I can't you know draw a, a stick figure. <laughs> But uh, but my you know my art comes across in in uh, design I guess so uh, yeah. and con concepts and and all that so yes I've I've had a number of you know uh, you know as I say I've been exploiting animals my entire career hmm. and um, until I woke up and um, that was a very very tough uh, hmm. experience. Um, yeah, it was a, a, so many, so many emotions, you know, all wrapped up into one. Um, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, you know, prior to, to hitting record, but, you know, um, when you see the truth, which is so hidden from us about what these animals go through to get onto our plate, it's, it's, you know, to ignore it, <clears throat> you know, I don't know how anyone does, you know, um, you know, I know we're all different and made up differently and all, and we all have different levels of cognitive dissonance that will, you know, allow, I guess, um, ourselves to, to, to take on or to, you know, um, to dictate what we do. But, um, for me, it was instant. It was, you know, I, I say it was instant. I don't actually know that it was instant. I don't think any of us really a hundred percent can know, right? Because, mm -hmm. There were times along the way, probably there were there were there were things that happened along the way that I can remember looking back, and it affecting me. Mm -hmm. Not to the point where I said I'm done with this. You know, they were just like these little, you know, little um, hints. You know, like. It's like a breadcrumb, bread you know? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. following breadcrumbs. I was finding breadcrumbs on my way out of the matrix maze, right? And so I, I must have been, you know, I can remember times when I was really close to escaping 
and um, and you know what you know a good example. Um, I remember I remember sending back. I'm a, I'm a really picky eater in general, and um, I I remember sending back a sandwich that I got. It was a chicken sandwich, and I used to eat a lot of chicken because I was you know good example. My cognitive dissonance came across in me telling myself that chickens were dumb, right? Well, their brains are small. I mean, their brains are small, right? They're obviously dumb. They obviously don't know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's what I thought told myself, you know, which now, you know, chickens, you know, it's like, don't go meet a chicken. If you like chicken, if you like eating chicken, because you know, um, it's going to be even harder for you because they're very smart. They're, they're wonderful animals. Um, and, uh, so either way, I remember sending, um, sending back a sandwich and, uh, because it, something was wrong with it or whatever, you know, had something on, it I didn't want or something. And I remember re- making the connection, you know, at that point that that was a life that was going to be thrown in the trash uh-huh. and that, that life didn't even get the, get to, you know, somehow, you know, it's hilarious for me to even bring this word up talking about animal products or, and to even say animal products is offensive. I'm sorry, but, um, to speaking about eating animals, but it didn't even get to nourish me, you know, which, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's obviously a joke. It didn't serve but, a per, yeah. It's, it's purpose was not. Yeah. Right. Wrong. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it, it, like that animal's life was completely in vain, you know? And so that was a big one for me. I was like, wow. And then, then I think it's really just understanding that that's a life, right? These are lives. I mean, you know, and like you, if you, if we value our life as much as we do each and every one of us, right? Like how can we possibly make assumptions Mm -hmm. that another sentient being doesn't value their life. It's crazy, you know? Yeah. So that was that was one of the things. But either way, going back to making the connection and really finally, I remember where I was sitting, I was, you know, you know, in the other room over there. And it was very emotional. It was, I mean, I I probably I I would say that if I'm remembering correctly, that I probably cried first of all that day for just you know crazy but like i mean bawling but um but probably every day for a month you know Mm -hmm. just like un couldn't believe that i was a part of that injustice you know and that uh and just just the horrors you know I mean, of what those animals, those poor, innocent animals go through for something that we don't need. And not only do we not need it, it's using up all our resources. It's causing the health crisis in our, in, in, in our country. And we're now spreading that, you know, propaganda to other countries so that we can poison the entire world. Right. And, um, you know, not to mention the, the, the effects on the environment. And I mean, it's just incredible that I was a part of it. And, and I mean, it's not incredible that I was a part of it. It's not, it's not incredible at all. It's just, it's incredible it, in a bad way. <laughs> yeah. It just, it just shows yeah. you that, <clears throat> that the, 
the narrative that's out there is not about us. It's not about protecting us. It's not about their government isn't protecting us. Our, I mean, the, our government is subsidizing our health crisis to the tune of $38 billion a year, which is funny that that sounds like a small number now that we're throwing out all these, you know, coronavirus you know, relief packages, you know, right. it's insane. Yeah. Oh, 38 billion, you know, but compared to what they spend subsidies for uh, vegetables and produce is like, oh you know, it's something million, like, it's like millions is like a hundred million or even million. that it's like tiny. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's, you know, if you didn't realize that um, that something was was wrong, I mean, there's your proof right there. I mean, we are mm -hmm. subsidizing a diet. I mean, the, the SAD, you know, the standard American diet mm -hmm. is um, is responsible for so much destruction. It's just incredible. Right. And uh, self-destruction, you know, not to mention animal, you know, cruelty and, you know, planetary destruction. I mean, it's it's the number one cause of world hunger. You know, you know, people like to talk about, you know, veganism is some, you know, let's concentrate on humans first. Well, okay, let's stop eating animals yeah. because <laughs> there are a hundred, there, I mean, sorry, there are a billion people in this, on this planet that are starving. Mm. 25,000, 25,000 people die every day from starvation, 25,000. And I mean, that's what that's so, so you're, so. Let's see. Let's add that up real quick. That's that's four. So basically, in 16 days, we've had as many deaths as we have allegedly from the coronavirus. Six in 16 days, that many people have died, and not a peep about it, right? But you can't talk about that because that would mean bringing up not eating animals, and that's the, yeah. we don't talk about that. That is not to be talked about. You know. Well, when people talk about the environment, and they're like. Oh, we need to save the environment, climate change, blah, blah, blah. But never say a freaking thing about animal agriculture. It's always about no. like, oh, your car, you should buy a, a Tesla. Then you're going to be saving the planet. Like, right. Uh, that is peanuts. That literally is peanuts. Yeah. yeah. And you know, and the thing about it is veganism and, and eating and, and eating this way. First of all, the funniest, craziest part for me about it is that I've never enjoyed eating more than I do now. And every, every single vegan will tell you the same thing, which is the funniest part about it. People are fighting to not enjoy eating as much as we do. And, um, it's, it's just crazy, but, um, but yeah, it's, but it's the biggest thing that you can do on an individual level. And the reason that people don't talk about it and the reason that it's never in any articles is because if someone writes it down, that means they have to do something about it. Mm. Right. If they include that in an article, if they, you know, and I, I, I mean, I've so, I've had so many articles that have come out, you know, about just Neon Tiger or my transition from, you know, um, from, you know, eating animals to not, and you know, all that stuff, and and I always talk about the ethical side, but it very rarely, if ever, makes it into an article. It's all, it always, it's always. You know, it's always, oh, it's the environment, you know, it's like, I mean, I just did an article recently in a major, major, major publication, and it said that my mission was an environmental mission. And I'm like, no, you know, yeah, you're, you're totally, totally excluded. We talked, you know, I mean, yeah. no, and, and look, I, I'm just, because it makes I, people I, feel I, worse. Like, they, like, 
because the environmental side is become like political. So like people don't have to, they could be like, Oh, I don't really, I don't care about the environment that much or something like they can make a better excuse for the environmental side. But if you put the moral side out there, that's going to make them feel more guilty and more bad about themselves. So no, yes, it, just, it makes yeah, people feel more uncomfortable. Right. I mean, correct. And, and ultimately the reason that people patch and are, and are okay with, with, you know, talking about the environmental side is that's a very gray subject, right? Yeah. Think about that, right? There's nothing, you know, it's kind of like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, what do you do? You know, well, you know, I can do this or I can do this. But it's I'll very choose gray. this. I am. Yeah, I'm not going to use yeah. straws or whatever. Like <laughs> Exactly, right? Yeah. You know, so it becomes this thing that everybody, you know, everybody can participate, you know? Mm -hmm. um, you know, what, I don't even, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, you know, but, but, yeah. but that side and the ethical side needs to be discussed. Absolutely. It needs to not be taboo. And it takes, you know, I think veganism is fantastic. If you're not eating animals, that's fantastic. But I think that right. it's not enough, right. you know, you have to be advocating for animals and for veganism at any chance that you have. Mm -hmm. And I understand that uh you know this it's not comfortable for me you know uh, it's never been comfortable for me to to speak against the general narrative you know i mean it's been a tough three years of of going vegan and immediately becoming an activist i mean immediately like i think i put i think i put my first post out on, on instagram like and i still owned a restaurant that was selling meat but i didn't care i was like i get that there's hypocrisy here but I now know the truth. It's going to take me a minute to sell my restaurant, but like I'm going to get the word out as soon as possible. Like mm -hmm. this, people need to understand what's happening. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it's like, you know, it's 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 like the movie where the where the where the little kid is is screaming to their parents that there's a monster, and you know there is a monster, but like no one's listening. You know, and it's like, yo, you you, this is unbelievable. What what's happening? This isn't. Mm -hmm. This can't be happening. This is not okay. We've got to stop this. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, I remember I, I started, you know, advocating for them immediately, but it's not, it's not necessarily easy and everyone, you know, with activism, I mean, think about this, think about if you, if every single vegan out there and even vegetarian, you know, I mean, shoot, include, include the vegetarians and we've got a massive, you know, amount of people, of course, mm -hmm. vegetarians, I think still need to, um, did I lose you? No. Hello. Weird. Um, I don't know. I, I lost the, I lost video, but either way, um, you know, if all of us, right, that, that understood that animals deserve better, um, and deserve to, to be, um, I think that's what happened and deserve, they deserve the same rights that, 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 that humans do, um, and that they have their own lives and we don't need to be meddling in them, whether it's testing on them for, you know, products or, I mean, anything that we do to them, any of the horrific um, things that our egocentric—that yeah. you know, our egocentric view—you know—promotes uh, us to do, you know, um, that um, you know, it's it's so important for us to all be talking about it in one way or another. And I think that there are so many different ways that we can advocate for animals, even if you know, as an activist, you have to kind of choose your strength and. For me, it just so happened that I'm a restaurateur, 
you know, like what better way to advocate for animals than to fight the the biggest reason that people, you know, everybody's an animal lover, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Loves animals. I mean, 99 out of 100 people will tell you that they love animals and they don't want them to suffer, but right. they don't want to, you know, change what they eat for breakfast. So, you know, oh, or this like, and their excuses. Oh, I love food so much. And I'm like, just like you were saying earlier, I have never enjoyed food as much as I do now. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, and I've never had so many not. unique, like I, so many different types of vegetables that I never even, and fruits that I never even imagined, didn't even know existed, you know, and in the combinations exactly. that they're all in. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's amazing. And, and, um, I know I mean, the amount of things that I eat now that I, that I didn't before and just things that I would have no idea were so incredible, you know, that are all, you know, which makes sense, right? It's like, this stuff is delicious because it's what we're supposed to be eating. Right. You know, it's, you know, we are frugivores. Um, it, that's just what we are. And, you know, we, every single thing about us biologically, physiologically, all is matches up identical to frugivores. Mm-hmm. So you know, it makes sense that we enjoy fruit. It makes sense that we, a big smile comes across our face when we eat a really perfectly ripe fruit mm, you know that's what i think of. You know, we, we don't we don't get hungry when we're driving down the road and we pass by a field of cows you know it's it's so health has been so complicated by corruption mm-hmm. aka big pharma that we don't even know which way is up anymore but it's really simple. I mean, when I found out when I, one of the biggest epiphanies that I had, and I'll get back to the activism here in just a second. I'm sorry. I kind of tend that to jump around, oh, dude. But, <laughs> but, um, one of the most eye opening things that I found out after going vegan and really starting to search for the truth was that 100 years ago, that it was discovered that cancer could not grow could not survive in an alkaline oxygen rich environment, which just so happens is, is our natural state as frugivores, right? Mm -hmm. Cancer should not exist, but we're feeding it, right? We're feeding it by our body being in an acidic state. So, if we were eating what nature intended for us to eat, which is fruit mostly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some uh, vegetables, of course, um, leafy greens, nuts, seeds, we would this would not be a concern. Mm-hmm. So to find out that there really and truly is a cure for cancer, which I'm sure there actually is one. Um, that you know, why would they let us know that? No, too much. Too <laughs> That's much so funny in, uh, you know, 98% ineffective chemotherapy, you know? Um, but you know, uh, the information is out there and it all really and truly is actually very simple. And, um, you know, j- but just to find that out and to know that, that, you know, I'd been basically scared into thinking that, you know, I was going to get cancer or that, right. you know, Oh, what's this? And do I have cancer? You know, like, you know, that like, that it's completely, you know, um, that 
it's it's something that should be rare, but right. it's way, it's very very commonplace, and it just makes so much sense that it's because of what we're eating. You know, um, we have more so, control of our destiny than yeah. they want us to believe. Yeah. Yes, in so many ways, right? We are so much more powerful than than quote they want us to believe. You know, I mean just the fact that, you know, there's so much, you know, a big, huge part of health is not necessarily just what you eat, but also how you think, right? And, um, you know, our thoughts, our words are so incredibly powerful. And, you know, if we knew that, you know, who, who knows what we could accomplish. Yeah. And that's probably, you know, that's probably against the, the interest of, you know, um, controlling I mean, population, you know? It's always comes back to money like literally every single thing Everything. always comes back to money you know everything all yeah. of it all of it, every time just ask yourself who's profiting from this mm-hmm. and then you, usually you know you can find your answer and a you lot know? of times things start out i feel like with good intentions but it's literally inevitable that it always eventually whether it's you know a decade or 50 you know 50 years later that then it's corrupt. I, I mean, you know, it's just sure. It, 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 yeah, all all things if humans are involved will get yeah. exploited. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and I saw sure. I saw something the other day, and it going back to the to the uh, you know um, healing your body kind of thing. It said the further away we get from nature, the closer we get to disease. And I mean, Absolutely. it's like for literally everything. You know, I mean, we're Absolutely. being disconnected from everything. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, you know, and it goes back to, I mean, it goes back to what, 1920 or so when Rockefeller created Big Pharma and he, he, so he bought up all the media. He, I mean, this should show you how easily manipulated we are. He bought up all the media. He villainized and discredited homeopathic doctors, anybody that was doing any sort of natural medicine. He funded medical colleges to teach his curriculum if if they wanted his money they had to teach his curriculum and here we are 100 years later with a world full of you know nobody has one drug in their in their you know cabinet it's mm. it, you got that one drug and then you have to have another drug for whatever that drug causes and then yeah. probably another one for whatever that side effect is you know and, and nobody knows that you know most people nobody, don't even know about that connection with rockefeller like I did, I just learned about that last year and I was like, what the, <laughs> and think about, think about how incredible it is that yeah. I was, I would say a hundred years later, but really and truly probably not even, but 50 years after that, if you tell someone now that you're going to see a, a you know, a, a holistic doctor or someone that's, you know, not, you know, not going to prescribe a, 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 you know, petroleum based addictive drug yeah. that you're, that you're going to see a quack. I mean, they were so successful. They were so That's successful. In, right. So yeah. right there, that there's your example for anyone who's listening that the media, Plato said, he who controls the narrative has the power. Mm. There you go. So Rockefeller listened to that, clearly knew that, bought up all the media, and that's all he needed to do. And somehow took an entire, he stripped away hundreds of years of passing down herbal remedies, you know, all the things that truly heal us, which going back to what you were saying before, which is nature, right? We, our biggest, our biggest blind spot, humanity 
is that we feel that we are not a part of nature. Mm-hmm. You know, we think we're somehow well, we're above it, you know, above it or just, you know, just observing it, you know, uh. like we are a part of it. And to think that a patrol, like petroleum based drugs or, you know, what that any of this unnatural, that this is somehow some, you know, progress, but, you know, know. there is no progress beyond nature is was god whatever you want to call it provided everything that we need perfectly designed perfectly designed perfectly designed you didn't need somebody in a lab creating you know vaccines it's called an immune system you know i've often say that uh that you know humans we're we're kind of taught we're taught that that we're all flawed, right? And that you need, you're, you're like encouraged by your doctor. Oh, you have something wrong with you. You're, something's wrong with your body. So you need a drug. You need a man-made synthetic drug to fix it, right? But like humans aren't flawed. We literally are designed perfectly. The only thing that's flawed is the environment that we live in, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yep, totally. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's just more, it's just more proof of, of the, you know, the quote matrix, you know, yeah. um, that we live in. So um, I, I feel very fortunate to, to have been either exposed and maybe it's not exposed. Maybe everyone's exposed to it. Maybe I'm just fortunate enough to have actually have the ability to, you know, actually think critically about it and, and see that these things are not okay. And, and, and things just don't line up, you know? Yeah. So, well, you were in the so, right place mentally i guess to receive that information because i mean what was it was it some videos that you saw like what what specifically kind of led you there you know and 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 it's interesting too right to 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 point out that you know someone like myself in general would have a higher level of cognitive dissonance about finding out this truth than your average person right because my living was based on it right so i had to see it and go I got to change my career, you know, versus, you know, your typical person might not, you know, might just be like, oh, well, that's how I feed my family. So necessary evil, I'm going to keep doing it because I don't want to have to like putting, put any effort into like selling my business and opening a new one or, you know, whatever. Totally, totally changed my whole world. Yeah. Change everything. uh, Yeah. I had to turn it upside down. I mean, like, you know, completely. Um, But I mean, there, there, you know, it's funny. People talk about like, like veganism as a decision, you know, and I truly do not see it as a decision. It's an obligation. Mm. I mean, you know, I mean, there, it's, yeah, I don't know. I I have many, many thoughts on that, but, um, but, but I saw it as an obligation, whether, whether anyone else does or not, I saw it as an obligation. And, um, and so I acted and, uh, but yes, I saw, um, I saw, videos um you know i don't know really exactly how i you know i I really as much as as much as instagram has become this horrific thing um you know and and social media and all you know in general is just this this fake world that's that you know is is completely out of touch with reality Mm -hmm. and um you know just terrible uh in a lot of ways i also am very thankful for it because it 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 allowed me to see the truth and and um, I'm sure they're trying to figure out their algorithms to, to make sure <laughs> that, that happens with anybody in the future, you know. Yeah. 
know, because um, it's amazing what they'll allow. You know, they'll delete vegans, you know, accounts that are that are spreading the truth about what happens in slaughterhouses. But somehow it's okay for a, a hunter to go out and kill a family of baboons and and mm. you know have a photo of him smiling uh, with with his with you know his murdered uh, you know trophies. You know, so you know clearly, clearly, um, it's 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 you know it's always it's always opposite day in Babylon. Just remember that. Mm. Um, so so either way, I you know I saw um, I started following a, an account called Goats of Anarchy. Oh yeah, which you I may know them. them. I follow uh, them. <laughs> her, I think, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a her name. And um, I started following her about three years ago, and I can't remember why I started following her, but but um, you know probably just that breadcrumb that I was picking up, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, so I, you know, naturally with the algorithms and and maybe not the algorithms, who knows? But uh, you know, first of all, I, I I started to to watch her goats and get to know all of them by name, and you know saw that you know long story short that in any any way that mattered at all that they were exactly like us mm -hmm. and you know in their ability to mourn you know the loss uh, of, of a friend their you know the fact that some of them were attached to the hip and others didn't like each other that much or would avoid each other um, just seeing the joy of them being out and running around um, you know uh, I mean any any single thing that I could you know the, was exactly the same, anything that mattered at all, you know? So I was like, wow, that was really, um, that, that really got me. But then also just following, uh, starting to, you know, clicking on uh, something that I, you know, a comment or, you know, looking at the comment section and seeing, you know, maybe an activist or something and then clicking on their page and then seeing some of their videos. And like, it wasn't long before I was, was on my way down the rabbit hole. <laughs> and, you see a few videos of you know of pigs in gas chambers um you know or you know uh baby uh male chicks in in the egg industry being dropped into a blender because they're worthless you know um to, to that industry you know or uh calves being stolen from from their mothers that you know and the mothers mourning and uh, their loss and and crying out for weeks um, chasing down you know the, the 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 people that are stealing their baby you know and it's it's <clears throat> all these things are just so horrific and you you know you know any one of those things will force you to veganism but to find out how um, just the just how cruel you know and that's that's an understatement you know that it is for these and I mean, dairy is the worst. I mean, dairy is the worst. you know, one really important thing I think, you know, that I like to point out um, is, you know, to, is that, you know, you cannot be very much like you can't be an environmentalist and consume uh, animals. Uh, you cannot be a feminist and consume dairy. Um, it, it's, it is horrific. I mean, yeah. they're the most abused animals on the planet. Yeah. You know, I mean, so, you know, seeing that, um, you know, it didn't take me, but you know, gosh, I don't know how long, but I mean, it was pretty quickly. I was like, I'm out. I am mm -hmm. so out. And, mm -hmm. um, and so many emotions, anger that I was, that I got fooled, embarrassed that I got fooled. Um, 
you know, I always thought of myself as an individual and to, to realize that I was not only not an individual, but that I was just a puppet for mm. the industries that were destroying our planet and abusing animals. Unlike I could even, I can't even fathom, you know? And, um, you know, I mean, if you think about it, we can't even humans brains can't even go to the place where these animals go, you mm. know, being, I mean, think about being in, think about being in a line being forced into a line where you're headed to being violently killed. Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, and electrically prodded to go to that place. And you know exactly what's happening. You think, you know, we, we like to think animals aren't smart or don't know what's going on, but what they lack in their ability to, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, act like humans, they sure as they, they, they certainly can smell and hear what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, pigs have a language. I think it's 30 words that pigs have, mm -hmm. uh, thir you know, that, that we know of. I think it's like 30 different words that mean different things. And I can tell you, I have a pig. I have a pig. I have a pig companion um, that, that, that I rescued about three years ago from, from being put down. And uh, she talks to me and I know probably, I know about probably seven or eight of her words, um, but she's not around another pig. So I don't get to hear all of them, but yeah. um, I know, I know what each one of those mean now, you know, I can, I can identify when she wants to be loved or when she wants to be left alone, you know, um, and, and so anyway, uh, it's, um, it's crazy how, how, um, how, how smart they are, you know, so it makes it all the worse what we do to them, you know, know. but, yeah, so you know, it was pretty much Instagram, seeing some videos, and that was it. You know, yeah. I mean, it was, and that's the good news, right? Is that you know, all this stuff is hidden from us, but really, all it takes, hopefully, is for people to be exposed to it. And you know, being an activist nowadays is so much easier than it would have been. I mean, think about being an activist 20 years ago, you'd have to be carrying around like photographs, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, now you can just you know, send somebody a you send somebody Dominion, and it's like, well, two yeah. hours to be hour and a half or however long dominion is you know just watch dominion and i and i urge anyone that's listening to uh to go to dominionmovement.com and uh it's free and watch what animals go through to get onto our plate and onto our backs um you know whether we're wearing animals or eating animals um this video will will go through each animal and show you uh, exactly what they go through. And, um, it's, uh, it's very, um, it's important. It's, it's, uh, it's something that I wish that everyone would be brave enough to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and not only that, I believe that it's that, that we owe it to the animals to watch it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I totally agree. So, yeah. The other day I had on, um, somebody I had on, these shoes that look like Uggs, um, these boots that look like Uggs. And, 
And the girl was like, oh, I love those. And I love those color, that color. And I was like, oh, these are actually, I think it's called Paja or something like that. Anyways, and I was oh, like, these are Paja. And, and nobody was murdered for these shoes. And she just started, my husband starts giggling because, you know, that's why, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I'm just like, nobody was murdered. And she was like, she was kind of taken aback. But then she was like, <laughs> she like she like appreciated it now the other day she was like yeah i've just like i've been thinking about that more like you know where my products come from and i mean just by me saying that which sounded a little dramatic to some people that i was like yeah nobody was murdered for these shoes you know but now right. like, it planted a seed with her of being like oh i never really thought you know people just see it as like oh that's just a shoe you know and and they don't, exactly. think, they don't think how the shoe came to be <laughs> like, what is it made out of and how did it get there? You know, so. you know, it's, I don't know if anybody knows who Gary Yarofsky is that's listening, but, um, but, you know, Gary Yarofsky said that, and he's a, he's a, a big time animal rights activist, extremely unapologetic, not, you know, probably not sadly, because I, I believe in unapologetic activism. Um, I believe, you know, I'm not a big baby step person, you know? Um, I think you know better and you do better. Mm. Uh, but with that said, you know, he might not be the, the you know, he's very powerful um, in that if, if, if you are the kind of person who can take some some truth and and you want to be better and want to do better and you just want the information, then listen mm. to Gary Rossby. Um, but he said, um, he said that animals have been victimized for for so long that they are that they are no longer considered victims and uh that is very much you know comes across in you saying what you said and uh, about her just saying you know you know or you just saying that you know it's just shoes you know yeah. there's no no thought about you know where those shoes came from or 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 you know who suffered for those shoes and right. Um, so, you know, I think that also brings up a really good point that, uh, you know, first of all, uh, that you touch somebody, right. And in, in such, a, in such an easy way, right. Just a, just a quick comment, just letting somebody know and, 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 and going back to, uh, going back to activism, you know, um, you know, I think I was, I was saying that, you know, we have to, you know, as activists, we have to play to our strengths and, you know, for me, I'm a restaurateur. I can design things, conceptualize things. I created this kind of futuristic concept called Neon Tiger, you know, and that idea is this, this idea that, you know, all these animals, tigers, and in fact, you know, they say that year zero is 2026. And they say that if you look at the tra trajectory of, of how much wildlife, so they did a study from 1970 to 2015. And in that time, we killed off or lost 70% of wildlife. And if you look at that, if you look at that chart and you were to follow it on its natural, you know, trajectory of where it's going, that by 2026, all wild vertebrates will be extinct. Or yeah, they call it year zero or, you know, in, you know, I'm guessing there'll be some that are in prison, right? Because we're not going right. to allow, we're not going to allow all of them to die. We'll just put them in prison and then... Then they'll, they'll be in zoos, you know, which are, AKA are prisons. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, um, I mean, it is. A, I know. I knew exactly, but somebody else might not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, you know, hey, I mean, you know, it takes this, um, you know, I'm reading an incredible book right now and um, it, incredible, incredible, incredible. Like if, if, if you listen to anything that we're talking about today, 
please, it's, I don't want to support Amazon at all and no one should, but um, if at all possible, but um, you can buy a copy of it for $13 on Amazon and it's called the world peace diet. Mm. And um, Will Tuttle um, uh, is, is just an incredible uh, man and an incredible writer. And, um, but he said that something along the lines of, and I wish I, I had it here so I could quote him correctly, but something along the lines of, in order to go vegan, you have to have a major spiritual breakthrough. Right. And I think that, you know, it's funny because I speak as though everyone's had that. So when I say prison instead of jail, it's just because I, it's because I've had that. Right. So I understand all these things and I see things for what they are when it comes to exploiting animals. So I mean, it literally um, is prison. Like I, I yeah, once, and, and it's kind of like me saying like nobody was murdered for these shoes. Like when you put it in those words, it kind of rewires people's minds in a different way. Cause zoo, when people say zoo, they think of this magical place when you're a little kid and you got to go see the animals and how excited you were. But really it is just a prison for the animals, just as though like my shoes, nobody was murdered for them. And some people don't see it as that. Like, but then when you exactly. put it in those words, you're like, oh yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, the, the, there's, you know, another example of, you know, how intelligent animals are, you know, of course we don't want to, we don't want to compare ourselves to animals or think that they're intelligent. Um, unless that somehow fits our needs. Right. But, um, you know, there's a reason why animals don't, procreate in prisons you know right like we have to force them to do that because they're not going to bring a child into <laughs> prison yeah. you know yeah. yeah they're not they're not they're like yeah. i'm not gonna bring you know very much like i'm questioning bring you know if, if i you know like i'm kind of like i can't imagine bringing the child into this world and it's funny yeah. because people have said that for a long time probably but like yeah. I really feel like now it's I really perfect. am like it's really yeah. not a good I'm time. Like, yeah, you know, like how many, you know, it's like how do you even deal with that? Like, I mean, how many, you know, just anyway, I, it's crazy. Either way, so yes, um, I, zoos are prisons. Um, so you know, going back to, um, and I, I think we kind of got off track there a little bit, but going back to activism again, okay. you know, which people do. Um, going back to activism, I think that it's so important that everyone that 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 believes that we shouldn't be abusing animals for our food source or our clothing um, or, you know, uh, whatever reason that we do, you know, for our cosmetics, you know, um, that we advocate for animals, that we speak up for animals. And, um, you know, being vegan is fantastic, but it just unfortunately isn't enough. And the beautiful thing is there are so many ways that you can advocate for them on a daily basis without really much effort at all or putting yourself out there in a way that you feel, you know, um, uncomfortable, you know, because not all of us are going to be comfortable being looked at as a crazy person, you know, because let's be honest, that's what, you know, the media and the narrative is, right? It's like, where are these, yeah. you know, well, how do you know, how do you know who the radical. vegan is? Yeah, totally. Radical. Exactly. We're, we're, um, <laughs> oh, no, we're extreme. We're extreme. extreme. That's, that's the word they yeah. use. So, so extreme. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but um, there are ways to, you know, um, t-shirts is an amazing way, right? Wearing your activism, just, you know, I have a t-shirt that I love so much. It just says animals are not ingredients, you know, mm -hmm. it, it, very simple. 
you know, people are going to read that. They're going, it's going to plant a seed. Who knows, you know, how long it'll take for that seed. But, you know, it's so important just to be planting these seeds, you know. Mm -hmm. um, uh, T-shirts are a great way. Um, another great way is, you know, uh, say you are, say you go into a, a bakery. I don't know. Just go into a bakery. And I don't care if you, you know, let's say you go to a coffee shop. Go to a coffee shop. You just ate a huge meal. You have, you're not hungry at all, right? Ask the person behind the counter if any of the pastries that are in their, uh, in, in their glass case there, if any of them are vegan. Just ask, right? No, no harm in doing that. By doing that, you are fighting for animals because you are normalizing veganism, yeah. right? So think about that person that's behind the counter and let's say you're the second person that day to ask if there's anything vegan in that case, right? And there's usually not, right? I mean, as it is right now, there's usually not anything vegan, right? But let's say, you, let's say you're the second person that does it. Well, the first person did it and maybe the guy behind the counter or the girl behind the counter was just kind of like, oh, no, there's not, and then just moved on. But when you come in and you ask, then maybe they go, wait a second. That's the second person that's asked about this. What is, what is vegan? What are, what are they even talking about? You know, yeah. like we'll do a little research, right. you know? So there, there's, there, are, there are a lot of ways that we can be activists without necessarily putting ourselves out there in, in, in a way that, that we feel uncomfortable with, mm. you know? I love that. Uh, and uh, ultimately, it really just comes down to, for me, I, I think normalizing veganism is a huge thing and, and, and it's happening fast, you know? Right. Um, but somebody even hearing the word vegan when they would not have otherwise that day is important. As mm. small as it may be, it's important. So, um, you know, and, and, and I will say this too, you know, there's something that's extremely empowering about being an activist, you know, and knowing that you're on the right side of history, right. you know, no matter what kind of pushback or trolls or, you know, that you get, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's empowering to know that not only are you not participating in the abuse of animals, but you're actually speaking up for them as well, you know? And I think that that's the least that the animals deserve. Mm -hmm. And especially considering that for 40 years, I played a part in not only, you know, paying for them to be abused, but actually profiting off of their abuse for me, you know? Um, not that that makes it any less of an obligation for anyone else, you know, to, to do it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's my kind of two cents on activism, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it is something that we can all do in our, in our own little way. Um, you know, so. I think those are really, uh, powerful ways that are simple for people who don't want to be, you know, deemed as like crazy activist who's, I don't know, they don't have to go out there and create some Instagram that just posts a bunch of videos and pictures, which I want to do and you want to do, but not everybody wants to do that. So, and I think, I mean, as somebody who's owned a restaurant, I mean, I also think that just when you go out to eat 
asking which one of these are vegan or any of these vegan because that plant seed, you know, and then they might go back to the manager and be like, dude, like people keep asking if anything's vegan. And then they're like, oh, well, maybe we should have some vegan meals, you know, or whatever. I mean, totally, totally. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So yeah. like what, what's as someone who has done, who has owned restaurants that served animals and then obviously yeah. uh, now opening a completely vegan restaurant, what would you say are the differences? Like what were like the main differences between, owning, I mean, opening those two, you know? Well, you know, I, I mean, you know, one of the funny things that, that you know, it's kind of pretty eye opening too, you know, um, that I, that I realized um, I'm, the, the only negative, you know, and not say negative, the only, um, real, not say there aren't hurdles, but like the, the biggest hurdle that I had in, 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 in opening this restaurant was accessing the products that I needed. Right. That's what I thought you were like, going to say. I don't know why. I just yeah. thought that that would be it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. Right. It's like, yeah. nobody knows, you know, nobody knows what nutritional yeast is unless you're vegan. You know, right. it's like. You know, it's like there's no reason for a for a for a Cisco or for a major yeah. food corporation to be carrying these things in bulk. Uh, you know, they don't need tofu in bulk. They don't need um, you know these things that 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 we need. So you know, it was a big um, undertaking to get these major corporations to actually stock these items. Uh, and access these, you know, uh, access these items, find these items, wow. uh, so that they could actually sell them to us, you know? So, I mean, so were y'all able to find suppliers like, or did your suppliers that you used to use for your old restaurants, did they try to help you out they, and, yeah. and bring them in? They adjusted and they brought them in. So we're now, which is, which is so rewarding is that now these products can be available for other people that come into the marketplace and want to open up vegan wow. restaurants. And, 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 and so that's huge that we've kind of broken through that barrier. And, uh, and now, you know, hopefully others will follow suit. I mean, you know, my, my, my goal is for every restaurant to be vegan. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, even if that means that I lose market share, you know, I don't, you know, that doesn't matter to me. You know, that's, that's not what this is about. I promise you, I'm not going to make a lot of money from neon tiger. You know, um, this is simply Neon Tiger is simply about and is simply about education. You know, um, it, it's it's about fighting back and my lifelong goal of bringing down animal agriculture. And, you know, kind of sadly, in a way, I think animal agriculture will end much earlier than I could ever make it happen or that any one person could ever make it happen because we're literally going to run out of the resources that it takes, you know. Right. I mean, when you talk about 2,500 gallons of water for one pound of beef, how long can that last? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, 2,500 gallons. I mean, just, you know, that's, I think the stat is that that's six months of showers or an entire year of flushing your toilet. Maybe I think that's that those are the stats one year of flushing your toilet or, um, or six months of showers for one pound of beef. So, okay. I mean, you know, just that alone is just, I mean, you know, I don't think people really grasp, yeah. I don't think the, that people truly grasp the severity of the word unsustainable. I don't think they really, I think it's become such a common word in our vernacular that like, it just isn't even really listened to anymore, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, right. But it's yeah. such, it's a thing. 
you know, mm-hmm. it's a thing. It will it's run real. out. It's real. You know? <laughs> it's, yeah. like, you know, it's very much the, it's very much the lesson that I would love to teach our, um, that I would love to get across to the, um, you know, big corporations that are destroying our oceans right now by, I mean, you should see the nets that they pull the fish in with. I mean, I mean, the, the amount of, uh, it's, 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 I mean, we've already fished so many populations to collapse and that's what neon tiger is about as well. And why set in 2048 is that that's when our oceans are predicted to die right. from overfishing. Right. So, and you know, if you know anything about, um, about this planet, you know, um, and about, uh, the way things work, that's 80, they say it's, they say, and they don't know the exact percentage but it's somewhere between 70 and 80% of our oxygen supply comes right. from phytoplankton in the ocean, which means that we won't have, and you know, as well as I do, by the time we get to 2048 at the rate that they're cutting down the, the, the uh, rainforest so that we can have cheap oil in our foods, palm oil, please don't buy anything with palm oil in it. Um, we, um, we, we will have no oxygen on the planet. So we'll literally be wearing masks around, and you know be talking about but bacon you know like it's insane i mean it's just it's insanity it It is is. true insanity and we're just allowing it to happen blindly because we're not paying attention they keep us distracted with what the new you know what's the next iphone that's coming out you know like we need to know that like not celebrities and like what celebrities are doing or wearing who freaking cares Who cares? It's, it's, it's just it's incredible, you know, what, what we've yeah. allowed to happen. But um, but you know, we're all victims. We're all victims. Nobody's any better than anybody else. Yeah, no. I'm any better than anybody else. You know, I just happen to come across the information, thank God. Right. You know. So yeah. um yeah. So either way, I feel like I might have gotten off track there, but I, I usually do. So <laughs> um, I don't know. We I, there was no track, man. It was just flowing wherever it flows, just, you know. Yeah, we're just, we're just doing. Oh, speak, uh, speaking of flowing where it flows, I wanted to go back for just a second, and I wanted to touch real quick on something that I didn't finish explaining. If anybody is out there that cares or was like left hanging, um, and that was that you know when I was talking about health, and um, you know basically you know you mentioned disease, right? Um, that that this idea, and I urge anybody to to you know look up uh, Dr. Sebi. Um, Dr. Morse, Dr. Robert Morse, M-O-R-S-E. Um, there are a number of, um, of uh, really amazing, you know, um, doctors that truly understand um, healing and uh, understand our body. And um, he's taught me a lot. Um, but uh, that, you know, basically that the idea that disease doesn't exist and that it's all just one thing, which is acidosis. Mm, so if your body is in an acidic state, that's when inflammation and mucus are produced, right? Or happen, right? And that is where disease or disease comes from. And we don't know in what form or fashion that's going to come out in this. Maybe it comes out as, you know, um, uh, who knows? Um, Alzheimer's. Maybe it comes out as cancer. Maybe it comes out as heart disease. Maybe you know, well, heart disease seems a little more obvious with you know the fact that we're eating animals. Autoimmune diseases, because yeah, I mean, it, 
autoimmune yeah exactly because, autoimmune, it, disease, because autoimmune is a good example because it man because autoimmune diseases are ultimately and fundamentally the exact same thing it's just they manifest in different parts of the body you know yes and it's yeah. and, and what that is is that's your body telling you that you're doing something wrong mm -hmm. right it's not it's not some you know big pharma wants us to believe that we're all standing at a slot machine and we just pull the lever and oh please don't come up cancer don't come up cancer don't come up cancer you know mm -hmm. but it's not it's we control this we control this you know we we have not sure are there environmental factors that saying, we don't yeah. know I mean, chemtrails and you Freaking know our water our water is disgusting you know oh like the water in this country is crap oh it's horrible and not yeah. to mention i mean the water is crap in the first place but then they're gonna then they're gonna they're gonna put a neurotoxin fluoride <laughs> I know. in the water i mean you know, it's, it, it's insane. I only yeah. drink distilled water. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, so and I have a distiller here at the house and, you know, and I know a lot of people out there are like, wait a second, you know, you're not getting the, you know, the, the minerals you need or whatever, but that's totally not the case. Please believe me. Um, and if you need any more information on that, I can send you a bunch of really, really in depth, um, uh, information on that uh actually i'm at my, my instagram is cheap hotel um at cheap hotel just one word c-h-e-a-p-h-o-t-e-l please <laughs> if if you want any information on that or anything else whatever please yeah. just dm i'd love to to share um but um but yeah so just this acidosis versus alkalinity right and what it what causes our body to be acidic well what you know what are those things that we're taking in that are acidic and and the three you know as far as i understand the biggest um the biggest uh culprits for making our bodies acidic are uh animal, animal foods animal products right anything that comes from an animal whether it's milk or eggs or meat uh any of that um highly acidic um highly processed foods are acidic anything that you look at the side of a box and you're looking at the ingredients and you can't pronounce what's in there you know highly acidic and um refined sugars so sodas and you know anything that's got you know um you know a bunch of sugar in it added sugars you know yeah. um those refined. are the things that make our body acidic and then make us susceptible to all of this disease Mm -hmm. So the, the more you can limit those things and Hey, look, I'm not a pillar of health. Like I love, I love drinking beer. I, you know, I, I, and I already told you I enjoy eating more than I ever have. Um, I, you know, I, 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 there's plenty of things that, that I consume that, um, you know, are probably not, you know, if you, if I was, you know, trying to live to 120, which we can, by the way, um, if we eat our species diet, I mean, you know, we've all seen, we've all seen the raw, vegans that are 80 years old that oh look, God. you know, 55, you know, um, it, it's, it's absolutely Amazing. very possible. The reason that yeah. we die as early as we do and we don't live as long as we do and, and we look like we do is because of what we're eating, you know, mm -hmm. surprise, surprise. Can you believe it? Imagine that. Um, <laughs> imagine that we are what we eat. How weird is that? So, um, so yeah. So anyway, um, I, I just wanted to touch on that a little bit just to get back yeah. to kind of the acid and, 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 and how, how all that's connected, you know, um, you know, is, uh, you know, and these are all just learning from a lot of, you know, very, uh, very intelligent, uh, people that, that, um, that aren't, you know, they're not, uh, they're not beholden to the, uh, to the narrative. I mean, well, you know, and then I they mean, get censored though. So Dr. CB 
or oh, it, Dr. Yeah. Siebe got censored all right. He got Long censored. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the yeah. ultimate censorship. Right? The ultimate uh, censorship, which is yeah. happening to a lot of natural doctors right now in general. There's a lot of deaths. I mean, I don't know if you follow, do you know who Dr. Mercola is? He's like been one of the, like, yeah. So his uh, wife, Erin, who is health at HealthNet News, and anyway, she posted another uh, holistic or natural doctor who, died, you know, and, and a lot of these, a lot of these are by suicide, which is even more, I do this in quote in air quotes, everyone, because come on, like these people right. are so healthy. Their, their whole families are like, they would never have killed themselves. Like, so yeah. yeah. Oh it's my God. Very it's suspicious. I know. It I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. I mean, there's suspicious. literally like, like no links that these people will not go to is kind of, and it, and it is frightening, you know, but I guess at the end of the day, like I would rather have given it my all and like, you know, maybe oh, yeah. that happens to me <laughs> rather than have been afraid or, you know, that something Absolutely. maybe, you know, Absolutely. I, that's one thing that I, that I refuse to do, uh, despite the, in, the attempts by the mainstream media on a daily basis is to live in fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that is that is what they want, you know. Um, because you know, if you know any, if you know anything about, uh, you know, how to control populations, it all begins with fear. Yep. So yeah, you know, it so, literally um, uh, inhibits people from thinking intelligently. Like that's literally been studied. They've studied the effects yeah. of fear on your brain. I mean, yes, you know. totally. Yeah, yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's incredible. And they, I mean, they are. I, I got. I mean, if nothing else, I got to hand it to them that they're pretty incredible uh, with their ability to um, to manipulate. You know. Well, I mean, they literally hire psychologists. I mean, on their team, you know, to work oh, for these different yeah. news stations or governments. Like, I mean, that's been happening for decades. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And yeah, and you know, um, we're pretty easily, uh, pretty easily, easily manipulated once you understand, you know, how we operate. And these, that's exactly what these people study their whole lives, yeah. Yeah. you know? So yeah. that, yeah, they, they, they've, uh, they've, they've got us for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think, you know, the only thing that we can really do, you know, and this is what I always say, you know, one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the things that, that is so important is to understand that, that, you know, the only, you know, going back to what you said earlier was that, you know, everything comes down to money. And I think it's really important to understand um, that the only vote that we make in this world that really and truly matters, it isn't Trump or Biden, you know, it's how we spend our money, right? It's our dollar. Every single dollar that we have is a vote. And if you are voting for oppression, slavery, rape, kidnapping, violence, murder, torture, all these things, then that's the world we're going to live in because you're voting for that world. And, you know, this is where we truly do have the power, right? We have the power because 
we know and you know and I know that if that bacon sits on the shelf, that company is going to go, oh shit, okay. They don't care what we buy. They just want to sell us something. They just want to make money. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to make money. Yeah. So you have to hit them where it hurts. (laughs) If the status quo is that, you know, we make our money because, you know, we, we, we sell you animals, then okay, well, that doesn't change until we change. It's on us. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, it, it, it's truly, you know, we, we really need to understand that what we spend our money on is, 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 is how we are voting for the world we want to live in. So, and I'm not okay with, with all those things that, that I mentioned that you are promoting by consuming and purchasing animals for your clothing or for your food. So, oh, Joaquin. Oh my God, your dog is named Joaquin. Yes, I got Joaquin is from from the streets of Mexico City. Hey, come here, baby. Your shirts. Is, uh, he's from uh, from Mexico City. He's a rescue that my girlfriend got when she was in, um, when she was down there for like, uh, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks at the beginning of the year. So she brought him back and he's, he's amazing. Oh my God. He's, he's, uh, he's so funny. And I've got, I've got two other dogs. I've got, um, I've got a lab and then I've got a blue tick coon hound. Um, and then I've got, uh, I've got Mimi, the, the pig as well. Was Mimi part of that, that big, um, what was it? Was it a hoarding situation where they were like hundreds yeah. of them? Was she part of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like she I, was, yeah. That's so cool that you remember that. Yeah. yeah. So that was back in in, in uh, I guess it was 2017. Yeah. She they were confiscated um, in Kentucky, and it was 458 yeah. pigs that were confiscated, and they were gonna they were gonna put down all the ones that didn't get. Uh, they didn't find home. They didn't, they didn't, you know, find a home for. And so a bunch of sanctuaries, really beautiful story. uh, A bunch of sanctuaries stepped in, took every single one of the pigs and they adopted them out regionally based on where they were, you know, so my, you know, uh, Cotton Branch uh, Sanctuary is in Leesville, uh, South Carolina and uh, right outside of Columbia. And uh, that's who, um, that's who I got Mimi from. And um, so they were able to rescue all of them and find, you know, homes for them. You know, a lot of them probably ended up at sanctuaries and are still there now. But yeah. um, either way, they, you know, they, they got to live. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so, so it's um, re- really great. But that's, so, that's cool that you remember that, um, that happening or that story. I guess, you know, that's our community though, right? Like we, yeah. we, always, know, we always know when all these things are happening and, and going down. Which is, I mean, which is cool. literally, I don't know, three-fourths of my Instagram, who I follow on Instagram, are either animal activists or animal sanctuaries. So, I mean, <laughs> I know. Right. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it's nice to have the reminders, you know, every day. It's a little, you know, it can be a, a lot. lot. I mean, I was, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, I, I, I don't have to look at the videos as much anymore because I've seen them all, but sometimes yep. I still do. And just, Sometimes I just need to, I don't know. I just need to, and then I'll cry a little bit and then just, you know, become, come back center and just be happy that I'm doing what I can. So, you know, exactly. 
Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, yeah, shoot, I cry all the time. I I put a uh, I put a um, I put a meme out the other day, um, and I think I, I mean I even said that in the caption. I was like I was like you know I cry less now. I think you know I said I said something <laughs> that I, I cry less now than I than I used to. Yeah. Um, I still cry a bunch, but like, um, you know, cause it's just horrible, you know, so freaking I mean, awful. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, oh, it's just, it's, it's, it, oh yeah. I can't even talk about it, but it was just, it's funny. The things that will, that will get me now, um, you know, versus, you know, and this was, this was not a, you know, it wasn't a video, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't actually watching animals suffer, but it was just mm. the way it was worked. And, um, oh. and, uh, anyway, it's the most recent post. I think that I put up, no, it's not because I put up a post about the, um, um, which everyone should go, uh, <laughs> also if, um, if they can, but, um, the, what's the website? Um, what is the website, Rebecca? The, um, it's, um, for what? God, what is it? It's, um, Anyway, it's Dr. Uh, Dr. Gold, the uh, frontline doctors, they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that uh, one. Stop a, medical a, discrimination. A, stop medical discrimination. That's yeah. what it is. Stop medical discrimination. There's a petition. Dot, They're trying to get a million signatures. Yeah. They, they may already org. have the millions. Dot org. Okay. Yep. So stop medical discrimination. Dot org. Yeah. So anyway, if anybody's out there, you know, that I think that's a, a really good um, thing to sign. Uh, I don't know if petitions work, but you know, what's it take two minutes to not even right. to, to fill it out and put your, put your name down right. to basically, you know, uh, to try to, um, uh, you know, have Give people the freedom real. to decide what the heck they do with their bodies. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> that's all exactly. it is. Yeah. I mean, you you know, do it's, you. It's, 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 it's a crazy concept, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah. but I mean, you know, the more I hear about, uh, the more, the, all the stuff that I continue to see and, and, you know, outside of the animal rights stuff, but, but like the more, I, the more tyranny that seems that I, that, that I'm seeing on a daily basis, um, yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, then you start to learn about China, you know, and you know, their social credit system and Dude. it's and we we'll are on save our way that for our next podcast because geez, I mean, it, I mean that yeah, is, totally. I mean, yeah. it is incredible. I mean, did, yeah. did you know that, that, and, and, and we will say that, but I do, I, I just want to mention this because I, you know, and who knows, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I was, this is information that I have that their social credit system, that if you let your battery on your cell phone get below a certain point that you lose social credit. What? Let that one sink in. What? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I know that it's really bizarre. Oh, I forgot. Oh, there was another one that I saw that. Yeah. Everything's yeah. recorded. Everything is, I mean, they know if you jaywalk and if you jaywalk, you lose social credit. I mean, you know, like. I mean, it's literally you, that black, there was a, there was a, that black, I never watched any other black mirror episodes at like the only one I watched was it was with, uh, what is it? Bryce Howard. Um, and she, whatever, that was basically what the world was like, you know, like you wake up and immediately you have to like do certain things. And if you're not nice to the barista, then she got like deducted and like, you have to be totally fake to everyone and every, and people are upvoting you. So like, as you see, have you seen this episode? Yeah, yes. I've seen that one. Oh my I've God. It. it was so awful. And I never watched any more black mirror things. Cause it was just gave me so much anxiety, but that's literally what China is doing is that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you know. Uh, maybe I sound like a crazy person, but all the things that I've 
thing recently seem like we're headed in that direction. You know? I know, I know, man. So, you know, pretty crazy. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it plays it plays out. Because you know, if there's anything that I've learned, it's that I'm, you know, I, I can't, you know, I'm not going to do anything about it, whatever that is. You know, you know, right. try, try to wake people up. I mean, up we can only, way. yeah, we can only do so much, and there's. I do so much, you know, yeah. and you know, got to got to keep a somewhat of a healthy uh, mental state. You know, it's already hard. <laughs> It's already hard enough, you know, being an animal rights activist to keep a he healthy mental state, you know. So absolutely, having all this, having all this craziness, you know, as well is a, is a lot to handle. So yeah, it can be overwhelming, um, but totally. just have to keep on keeping on. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so glad that this that we made it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and, Everybody should come to go to Neon Titans. All those Charleston people, or if you're going to Charleston, oh, Neon Tiger, and get that, get the pizza, the, the, the Formaggio. 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 Yeah. I wish you could send me <laughs> one of those pizzas. I, you, you know, know I wonder, through I wonder a magic I, portal or something. <laughs> um, well, I, I hope that you'll be, uh, you know, coming back. Yeah. Some. Oh, obviously. I mean, I lived yeah. there for 16 years, so it's like, yeah, right. I'll be yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Um, well, you know, I, I, I hope that uh, we were able to touch on some, um, you know, some, uh, some stuff here. Um, I've, sometimes I, you know, I just kind of wind me up, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll just go, you know, if it's talking about animals and, animal rights i'll just i'll just talk and then sometimes i don't even know what i talk about it's hilarious well it just but, it shows but, the know, passion man it shows it i mean your passion and yeah. yeah yeah totally so. totally it's all about passion you're right i'm i'm yeah. extremely passionate and if you know if nothing else uh i am i'm certainly that so um here's uh here's to uh to, to animal liberation you here's know to animal liberation yeah so um mm -hmm. thank you so much for having me on um, I, you know, I, I just, um, and, and thank you to anyone who's listening and has made it this far, uh, listening to my, to, to, to my, uh, uh, I don't know, inconvenient truths or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll get a chance to do it again because we absolutely have so much more to talk about on the health side, ethics side of, you know, plant-based eating. So, absolutely. um, we'll have I you think, back on for sure. And, uh, yeah, and, um, yeah. Peace okay. Well, yeah. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you later. <laughs>
get the formaggio pizza for me <laughs> because I'm obsessed with it. I can't wait to go back when they have, since they have the extended menu now, before I moved, they had just opened and had a more limited menu because of the state of the world. But I think I should make a trip down there just to go to Neon Tiger. Uh, it's so it's so cool. And the space, the build out, the decorations, the decor, everything is so cool. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'm going to put all of his information in the show notes. Uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for being open to listening about the animals, learning about why you should care, uh, and caring if you already are, if you're already there. So, um, this is what we need more of, right? We need more compassionate, kind people in the world and we need you. You are the light that will put out the darkness in this place for sure. So thank you so much. And until next time, my lovely friends, peace and plants.